NASCAR driver <laughs> Earl Carhart. <laughs> that one's made up. <laughs> Welcome back to the Jojatorium. Well, I think remember too. Whenever uh, it was, we found the the German Scheiser porn. That's not a lot of each other. You're in twerk classes over there. That's yeah, what yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fitness class. Working on them TikTok videos. You like so much. Dead face. Got <laughs> <laughs> right in front of you. Welcome back to the Joe Tutorial. You know who it is. It's Adam. It's Matt. And uh, who wants a shoey? Do you need beer gear but don't know where to find it? Well, the team over at First Sip Brewbox has you covered. From shirts to glassware to snacks and even to hangover cures, First Sip has it all. A big congrats goes over to First Sip as they make their major signing with Amazon. So you can get your subscription box from their website or just check them out on Amazon. Make sure you head over to firstsipbrewbox.com, but just make sure you tell them that the boys sent you. Welcome back. We are back in the Jojatorium. We had a little you know, trip out to Yellow Bridge. Saw Justin out there, and uh, we are welcoming another guest here to the Jojatorium. So thank you, Ben Steffen. You guys? are the uh, co-owner, operator, head brewer of Arboretum Trail. Yes, sir. Wonderful. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, so just so you know, and if you've been watching us, I don't know if you do. If you don't, don't worry. I got All you covered here. Right. Um, we are going to have our guests quietly do battle. So the highest rated episode with a guest is going to get an end of the year award. Nice. So no pressure, but... Be really good. Be really good. <laughs> be That's, good. Uh, what about slightly above average? You'll beat some people if you do that. <laughs> I'm I sure. Figured, like yeah. we, we have people lined up. You, Sorry, you Bobby be... Nacho. <laughs> <laughs> he, he heard you from a distance. He he's, there's he a did. bat signal that goes yeah. out. <laughs> he said, wait, what? He's like, someone's talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> so before we jump into anything, please let everybody know where can they find you? Where can they find the beer? Where can they buy it? What's going on with the beer? Yeah, so right now uh, we are almost primarily all in cans. So places like Duffy's, um, Zoe's on 51, Creekside, obviously. Uh, shout out to them, Tyler, always uh, bringing me in. Uh, Colonial Beer in the South Hills. Uh, Mike's Beer Bar, definitely shout out to Mike's Beer Bar. Um, always on tap, always in the fridge with the cans. Um, Hampton Beer Outlet. So, I mean, we have about 15 places that we rotate in and out of uh, a couple on tap Marinos. Um, Josh always has me yeah. uh, out there on tap and then some cans. So um, yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to find our website will uh, be updated a little bit more uh, this weekend. Uh, we just had a reconstruction. So uh looks a little bit better, a little easier to use. Cool. So, and if you want to find out what's going on Arboretum Trail, you search them out, Arboretum Trail Brewing Company on Instagram and Facebook, and their website is arboretumtrailbrewing.com. And again, like you said, Duffy's, uh, Beer Dispenser, Marino's, Hampton, yeah. Colonial Beer, you guys are all over the place, and it's really good to see you uh, out in the wild, as I like to say. I always like yeah. to get them on drafted mics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's I mean, just close to me, and yeah. it's, it is always on. The last four times I've been there, yeah. Mike I've had and, at least yeah. one Arboretum Trail on. So. Yeah. Mike and Allie take care of me, so... They're good uh, people. If they if they happen to be listening, shout out to them. Absolutely. And, and speaking of taking care of people, um, I got to work for you, brief, yeah. briefly, which was yeah. fun. So I'm yeah. still your boss. So uh, you better be careful. You better run a tight ship here. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I like to believe in this realm that I might be the boss. Am I? 
Do you let him think that? I yeah, I let yeah. him think that. Okay. It gets that, a lot of work it's done. Cute. It's it cute. makes him productive. It's adorable. I do get a lot of stuff done. <laughs> I really do. It's I, I'm like a I'm definitely like a pat me on the head, give me M M's if I do good kind of guy. So yeah, okay. Nice. That's how I train my daughter. So <laughs> or potty train my daughter, I should say. Yeah, is that what we're doing? We're house breaking you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like it. It's <laughs> at about a ninety percent success rate. This is I'm, positive. Yeah, I'm really good. I don't do it in public anymore. It's yeah. the only when I'm at home, I'm really comfortable, and I don't want to break away from the TV. And One more bag of Reese pieces, and you'll have it down. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Maddie likey, Maddie likey Reese's. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Maddie phone home. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh Thank you again for coming by, and as you can see here, this lovely display of beers that we have. Um, Thank you for bringing these by for us. Absolutely. Because if you, I mean, if anyone watches this or listens to us, you know we love beer. Yep. Um, so we are in round one. You bought brought a shit ton of beer, so we put them together. Yeah. Caught round one beer. So what are we drinking first here, buddy? Uh, we're gonna start over here. Uh, this is newly canned today, uh, an old favorite, but with a, a new wrap on it. Uh, shout out to Dak Singletary, uh, the guy who does all my artwork, logo work, and everything artsy. So. Uh, just browning around, it is a American brown ale with wildflower honey uh, harvested from Sunny Rose Ranch out in Jefferson Hills. Uh, Chris Vario is my uh, my honey dealer. I don't think <laughs> nice. I'm the only guest that you will have that has a honey dealer. That's pretty sick. Dude. Everybody it's, should uh, have one. Yeah, you are absolutely. Yeah. Guest so far that's mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. So I think everyone else is like trying to keep it underground, yeah. but you know, Ben's making boss moves right now. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he's uh, he takes care of I me. Mean, we have a uh, I have a saison that's gonna make an appearance out at uh alter genius during oh, nice. their uh their saison fest um some uh black locust honey from nice. his from his farm so it's gonna be pretty sick sounds good man yeah but All anyway right, i'm yeah. sorry back to no, so this is a, a honey brown just brown around i like that man and it's canned today so we're getting yeah. that fresh fresh you which know, is nice it's yeah. the good shit almost yeah straight from the source i was ready to say man it's right from the the cow's teat if yeah. it, as they would say on the farm that you know. murderer's rear we got up front there. I am glad I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> uh, speak for yourself, buddy. We are recording on a Thursday. Uh, yeah. We do have a busy week, but... If my boss is listening, I will be showing up for the first four hours tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's fair to say that there's no way your boss listens to our podcast. But if but if they do, hi. Yeah. Adam doesn't binge drink. <laughs> much. Doesn't binge drink much. Much, much. yes. So uh, while we sip on this delicious beer, and we'll come back to it, and we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit, but what we really want to do is uh, get to know you, get to know Arboretum Trail, but first, we're going to break that big news. Yeah. We're going to break that big news, yeah. and thank you for allowing us to be the first podcast that you can get... Well, besides the one he's on. Besides the one yeah. he's on. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Right. The one outside of, you know, that one. We're the second podcast that gets the break. <laughs> well, let's just, yeah, let's just yeah. put it there. It's all right. So you are taking over uh, formerly Couch Brewery's right. space. Right. So just how excited are you? Uh, if if by excited <laughs> you mean terrified as shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, a, yeah. I, it's I mean it's it's a it's a nervous excitement. Um, yeah. So we are in the infancy of all of this transition. So we just signed our lease. Um, the ink may still be wet. On yeah. the paper. So I can go smudge it still. Yeah, yeah. You can smudge it, and then they'll never find you again. <laughs> That's how I can make it happen? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, dude, I'm, I know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. No, we uh, put the stamp on it this uh, this week, so now we get the fun task of uh, taking our license from one place to another. 
Great. Which you would think would be easy. Just like pick it up and take it. No. 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 We all, we all because, work for different levels yeah. of the government. We yeah. <laughs> this is a commonwealth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody's got to touch it. Everyone's got to touch it. And everyone's yeah. got to get some money from it. So yeah. let's let's talk there. Let's let's go back to the the beginning of it all. So how did this um how did this come to be? Because there was another brew that's going to go in space, and yep. something happened with them, yep. and it came back to the market. So how did how did it kind of come back to you? Yeah. So um you know I don't really know the backstory with what happened, but um I guess. What whatever happened happened, um, and Darren, the owner of of Couch, was looking for uh, somebody else, and he was asking around. And Adam uh, from four one two dropped my name, sitting on the couch with my wife. Got a message on my phone, and I think I told you this earlier. I looked down at my phone and said, "Who the fuck is Darren Gailey?" <laughs> and then I realized who it was. Yeah, and uh, I think I was like a Friday night at seven o'clock, eight o'clock, and by Sunday. We were in the building looking at it and, you know, talking, yeah. talking money and, you know, getting contacts for the landlord because it is a lease. It's not, it's not a full purchase. So, um, yeah, it, it moved pretty quick once, uh, once Darren and I kind of hashed out, you know, I, I wanted to find out because I, I don't know him very well. I was only a couch maybe twice yeah. while they were open. So, you know, I wanted to find out, you know, what's, what's up, man? Like, why are, why are you closing? Mm-hmm. You know what's what's going on here. You know how did it treat you? And I think uh, everything met my expectations of what I wanted to do. So uh, we're running. Awesome, man. And uh, one of the cool things too is you know uh, craft beer is a collaborative process and yeah. it takes a lot of moving parts. And I see that um, that you you're going to put it out there. You're trying to work towards kind of like a crowdfunding thing too, or people. Yep. So what's is that like? Uh, Kind of some people like you can invest in us or you can, you know, how's that working with the crowdfunding? So, uh, funny story. The Monday after we looked at that building, I get a message on the Instagram account for Arboretum and Honeycomb Credit. And usually these are like spam messages. And I'm like, oh, God, another Be one. Be an ambassador yeah, for yeah, our- <laughs> yeah. So I click on it and I'm like, all right, who is this? And it was a, it was a legit thing. Uh, they have an office in East Liberty, I believe. Um, and they said, hey, we're reaching out. We want to see if you have any projects coming up. And I was like, God, is that you? Yeah. How coincidental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we started that. Uh, Honeycomb is a crowdfunding uh, campaign. Uh, they manage it for me. They uh, coach me through it. Uh, and basically what it is, uh, they go to the SEC and file uh, for an investor package. So instead of giving out T-shirts and hats and mug clubs, uh, we give out interest. And I'm not sure exactly how much I'm allowed to say on here. Yeah. So uh, honeycombcredit.com, uh, you can look at the Arboretum Trail. All the details are in there. Uh, there's even a section for um, Ask the Owners. So if there is a question, uh, either hit me up there or uh, Instagram, message me, Facebook, message yeah. me. Um, I'll answer all the questions I can. I just, I'm not sure what I'm allowed to no, absolutely. Yeah, and we don't want you to cross over something that because yeah. we don't want you to overstate. And then people are like, yeah. I hear I get, right. I get like yeah. one of right. the distillery. Like, right. I, well, no, <laughs> well, and I checked it out and I think like those type of questions you can direct to Honeycomb. If right. you look at the Arboretum yeah. Yeah. set up on their site. And I do know that uh, other breweries and other businesses in Pittsburgh yeah. I've gone to have used them and had great success. Yeah. So. There have been, I think, three or four um, breweries and distilleries that have, cool. have used yeah. this this office in Pittsburgh. So yeah, awesome. And then, I mean, obviously across the state and across the country. 
Cool, man. Last, yeah. I've talked to them on a non-serious level at, yeah. at, at just Beer Fest, and they ask, yeah. like, what level we're at. And they're very inquisitive and very nice people. I haven't done no business with them yet. but um, So they're small business focused, yeah. really, yeah. Oh, yeah. which is awesome. That's, that's oh, yeah. their yeah. only focus yeah. is okay. um, startups and then expansions. That's kind of their, their thing. Um, when I say startups, it's not brand new Yeah. Um, because you really don't have any technical collateral. Um, but somebody like me. Uh, just jumping off doing that expansion it uh it's perfect fit so yeah, we're good. trying to trying to get that through that's good man because sometimes these banks look for um something that's gonna generate money first year and yep. they're putting some yep. pretty high expectations and it's good to know that they understand small business and that yep. small business has more bumps than than big business and you know it's all learning curve yep. you know and you know, me, me and Adam doing this podcast, it's kind of small businessy kind of, and how many bumps have we ran into just doing this? Yeah. And if, and if you just read through it, like Honeycomb's like not anything like dealing with a bank, like it's much more right. uh, beneficial to the business and the yep. investor. So it seems like a bit forgiving. It, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, not even forgiving. Just there's, there's you gotta less, go look, yeah. but the interest is better than you'll get you yeah. know, on anything yeah. through, cool. a, through an institution. There's, right there's less red tape. Like yeah. that's the, cool. The, yeah. um, the initial application probably took me uh, two hours, you know, and they asked for balance sheets and, you know, they asked for bank statements, which is obvious. Yeah. I mean, you can't just say, oh, yeah, I have this money. <laughs> so <laughs> we but, could all say that. Right? Yeah. 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 I swear. <laughs> so, I mean, as long as your as long as your books are in order and uh, you don't have anything weird on your credit. Um, yeah. It's it's green light. Go. Cool, man. So, so you talked uh, briefly too about Darren from Couch. Yep. Are, is there any kind of uh, beyond like, hey, how was this place treating you? Or is there going to be any kind of like collaborations with Darren in the future about like the brewing system and kind of like showing you guys what's up? Or so that's that's a good question. Um, Darren and I, I try to, I'm keeping him kind of uh, off to the side right now because I, you know, he and I said, you know, let's get that lease worked out, and I kind of keep give him some updates and everything of what's going on, and then he and I have. Uh, a gentleman's agreement of how uh, some other things are going to work. So, and now that's moved into the actual on paper signature type stuff. So that's our next step beyond the PLCB is, is figuring out uh transfer of equipment and assets and things like that. So uh, yeah, we are um, taking everything. Um, I will say that my brew house is, is coming over from the garage. Oh, cool. Cause I'm transferring the license. So there's no way I can, Right. Okay. So that's that, gonna be my next question. So yeah. <laughs> so that that brew house will be um, up for grabs, technically. Yeah. So cool. uh, any brewers out there huh. looking for a? So you need to buy a bigger house. Real little, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I don't think I think it's fitting down the uh, down the, the back door. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah. So uh, we're gonna get our three and a half in there. Um, double batch into the seven barrel fermenters. Nice. Single batch into uh, our fermenters we have now. Um. If we're hustling and like one of my one buddy said, if we're really abusing that bright tank, uh, we yeah. can get about 700 barrels out a year. Oh, nice. Wow, man. That's good yield. That's awesome. And, and you're going to sell every last drop of every single one of them, man. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. It's going to be awesome. And I, I guess before we move on from that, does that mean a tap room will be coming eventually too? Like you're going to use their, oh, yeah. their, yeah. their bar space? I mean, it's, cool. uh, he's, he's selling us the bar, the tap system. The whole thing. All the, ca I mean, it's literally uh turnkey, not quite turnkey but it's about as turnkey as you can get yeah without, without, without putting your touch on it i'm sure there's yeah be i like... mean there's there's some paint going in there's uh new tap lines that have to go in just you know with change of ownership yeah um trying to think we want to put in something with the flooring mm -hmm. uh we have an eye on some uh wood tables kind of get the 
you know, the tree theme. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. Dak's going to do some artwork for us on the walls and stuff. That's going to be cool. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I do, like, all the can art is so cool yeah. to see him put that, like, on a yeah. bigger scale. is going to be like, really Like, he's sick. got, I mean, certain beers have all these certain characters on them, and I told him, and I said, I think it would be cool to, you know, either actually put it directly on the wall or do, you know, some blow-ups of, of those and, and hang them around. For sure. Um, you know, because it's... In a tap room, you don't necessarily always see the cans, so I don't want his artwork to uh, to get lost in that shuffle. Yeah. So I'd like you know his touch to be there too. Cool, man. So we we were talking about you know going into a, a larger brewery into a tap room, but you had mentioned before that you were on a small <laughs> scale. Um, so you know you can't you're not going to do that just because you kind of feel like brewing beer. So you have to really love craft beer. Yeah. So what what kind of jump started you into liking craft beer enough to want to brew it? That's uh, that's uh, like a multi level question. So yeah. uh, my uncle and his brothers opened a uh, brewery out in Beaver County about seven years ago, but they have been home brewing since the late eighties. Uh, we lived next door to them. I remember them always talking about it. Um, I didn't get to see the process though, so I never really understood what they were doing. Uh, fast forward to my days with the state, uh, another worker there was like, yeah, you can homebrew easy now. You just go online and get a kit. I was yeah. like, That's kind of sick. So I uh, said to my wife, I said, wife, <laughs> birthday present. <laughs> and she said, really? I said, yeah, let's, I just want to try it out, see what it is. I says, I says, wife, I, I says. <laughs> I said, you give me that for my birthday because I've been a good boy. No, but uh, yeah, and that probably two batches in, I was like, this is, this is sick. And I started trying to find every book, you know, John Palmer's how to brew. Uh, I was one of the first ones, um, join trash. Uh, this is my OG. Did you know that? Yeah. We went to our first trash meeting. Yeah. Together. Yeah. So the link up was, uh, and look who grew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both well, grew. I just yeah. doubled in size and he like, just, yeah. I don't know what's 20 times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You, you're, you're even more you're there oh yeah you're there. <laughs> I'm, I'm comfortable where i'm at well i mean this is a good good segue into kind of what i wanted to announce here i'm okay. kind of giving you guys a, a special announcement oh yeah yeah so yeah so i didn't want you to feel bad about the oh, second the second you. place so like this is like it's kind of fitting that it's here anyway so um my my goal was to always want to help other brewers and almost like an incubator. Yeah. I know some other people call it that, so I don't know if there's any copyrights to that, but helping other brewers get their name, get started, because I'm going to be completely honest and I'm talking directly to you. Distribution only is, I don't know if I'm allowed to say is fucking bullshit. That's fucking, <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, you can yeah. cuss. You can cuss as much okay. as you want. YouTube yeah. ain't monetizing <laughs> us yet, so they yeah. can't pull anything. <laughs> we have 12 subscribers, so, but they yeah. all love us. <laughs> I mean, if I had if I had to go back, I mean, I'd probably still fucking do it. But it's just, I mean, constant, constant. Because not only do you have to sell to the wholesaler or not uh, to the distributor, but then you have to go in and then try to sell it from the distributor to the customer at no profit for your own. Yeah. So it's just you're breaking even. If, well, yeah, yeah, you're just yeah. getting no additional profit off of that. It's not even that. It's just, I mean. Some days I go and I look at my can inventory and I say, what the fuck am I going to do with all these cans? Right. Yeah. And it's just constant emails, constant calls, and just... So, having... It's fun, but at the same time, like, it's it's a hustle, man. Yeah. There's there's no there's no off days. I don't think I've 
taken one full day off in like two years. Oh, jeez, man. So like I'll take little bits and pieces here and there, but I mean maybe Christmas. But I think I dry hopped on Christmas. Yeah. So I mean it's always something. But um so anyway, so we wanna I wanna do a an incubator program and I would like Bash Brew to be the guinea pig. Yeah. We're in. I don't even care the date is. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome, I mean man. once once we get uh kind of our, our feet on the ground and, and get going, you know, we'll talk about what yeah. that looks like yeah. and let me know for sure. I yeah. know, I know the I know how to get to your new place now. Yeah, I've been there a few I times. I think you've been there a few times. I <laughs> uh, know where the walk-ins are and everything, so yeah. I can help. Yeah. Wow, man. But yeah, I'd love to. So with the addition of uh, a new piece of machinery that should be coming pretty quick in uh, when we get there, um, getting beers out will be a lot faster. Yeah. So, and then, you know, if we have to, we'll just take the uh, the home brewer's way and just use Voss and yeah. fucking ferment <laughs> everything in three days. Yeah. <laughs> Well, th- thank you. Thank- I mean, you know, just having you on was, you know, what we really wanted and, and to, you know, I don't know. It's like a dream come true to actually hear that's Yeah, it is. For me, you're yeah. not even invited. <laughs> <laughs> well, God damn it. Decaying, well, yeah. with, decaying with the boy. <laughs> start- <laughs> oh, we didn't tell you? You've been replaced. Jesus, you're on the fucking Unfueled show, then you're coming here and taking this actually, too. Right. Actually, yeah. you'd be really good at... Uh, It'd be good there. They have a big sink. You can clean all kinds of stuff. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You, we, you I have need like, me. I have like 15 sinks there. It's weird. That's right. So right. Some of the layout is, I looked around and I, I think I asked Darren at one point, and I was like, why do you have all these sinks? And he kind of looked at me and just. He just like, okay. just like oh, That's cool. I mean, I just, I just wondered. So, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's exciting. I mean, we have, we have a lot of work to do. There's uh, a considerable amount of cleanup. Um, and then, obviously, when you go into a space, you want to make it your own. Yeah. Right. So, um, without trying to lose the couch vibe, we still want to make it Arboretum Trail, not, like, couch 2.0. Right. So, yeah. it's And couch's know. vibe was strong. So, yeah, yeah. it's going to take some work to get that. Which is fine. I well, mean, it was a good vibe, but yeah. it was it was theirs. You have yeah. your vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the good thing, though, that that couch vibe had was uh, the people who frequented the, the the establishment they they love craft beer yeah and they love that the atmosphere and that's and i know it's something that you also enjoy so like having that and then putting your flavor right. on it's going to be awesome that's exactly yeah. where we're at you know we and I, I always like their their motto to drink comfortably yes and i think you know in our our present state of the way everything is you know i want everybody to come in they walk in the door and even if i haven't seen you hey man good to see you come on up Hey, thanks guys for coming in. Um, you know, that vibe of like, oh, I've never been here, but they act like they've seen me 10 times. Right. So, and that's, right. you know, we want to keep that. Sure. Yeah. Good, man. Instead of drink comfortably, it can be Arboretum Trail, access for a beer. Yeah. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. You lost me on that. Access. Access. For a beer. Access. Uh, the tree thing. I got it. Yeah. I got it. We, we also do production pr so it's yeah we're really bad at that part (laughs) (laughs) i have i have a weird thing like in one of the garages once some things get cleared out i kind of want to put an axe throwing little lane in there because yeah i wouldn't have to bring beer in right and the license is already there i don't know what the insurance is on that (laughs) it's got it's got to be like i mean your your coverage has to be at least five million so i mean i don't know if i'm ready to pay you know eighteen hundred dollars a month in insurance i was gonna say there's there's guys like me who drink way too much and decide to throw axes so it's gonna be a lot of money yeah i mean but 
be cool. Get a waiver program started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Sign. Yeah. Sign here. <laughs> Get your official uh, Arboretum Trail uh, flannel. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. That'd be really fun. And yeah. tying it all together, and that could be like a mini tap yeah. room. That's awesome, yeah. dude. So a lot, of, a lot of ideas, and but first is to actually open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. good. It's good to have ambition, though. Like to have other things in the brain. Like you're just making the soup, man. That's that's where my mindset's always been, especially yeah. with this. Is that you know once once something is locked in, okay, I'm on to the next. I'm on to the next. On to the next. So I'm constantly trying to stay three or four moves ahead. Um, constantly trying to keep us. You know, I don't want to sit and get comfortable and think, okay, well, now what are we gonna do? No, it's it's always on, 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 on. So right. And that's what you'll see with Arboretum Trail. It's um, move slow to move fast, but yeah. we're getting it done. Was it as uh, smooth as fast, fast as smooth, that yeah. kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, you're going to be producing a ton of beer now yep. uh, out of this place. Uh, so are, what are you going to take from what you learned on the smaller scale and bring that into the bigger scale? Like, Is there something that you know is going to foster in uh, – like an easy transition or something that's going to just add to your effort? I think it's going to be – so the way we're going to have to do it, the way I'm going to have to brew is, I mean, the big barrels, it's it's um, double batching. So just not forgetting that each batch is its own beer, but it all comes together in a blend. So just understanding that, that concept because we're not brewing seven-barrel batches. We're brewing two, three-and-a-half-barrel batches or then the single, you know, three-and-a-half-barrel batches. So – it um, I I think the mindset there is different, but the techniques, um, aren't really going to change too much as as we get started, and then we improve upon those, obviously. But right. it's just kind of scheduling out that assembly line. Like, is this one's yeah. finishing up? Get the next one yeah. started, so you're not here for thirteen right. hours. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's and that's the first couple I imagine are going to be fucking horrible days. Yeah, but. <laughs> So you mean, get used to the yeah, process. You got to get used to it, and um, you know, figuring out double batching IPAs with you know an hour and a half whirlpool because there's different temperatures and different. So it's it's finding how we can produce um, those same results, mm-hmm. but more efficiently. Yeah. So when you're talking about successes and failures in, in brewing, and it's the question I like to ask anyone who sits in that chair, um, you know. Your most your your level of success is only that much sweeter by your level of failure. So yeah. what what's can you like talk about one of the times that you thought you were working on something spectacular and ended up being kind of a monumental failure yeah. or a failure in general? It's session IPA and it should have never left the door. Yeah, and it did. And about three weeks after it was on shelves, I said it's just something's not right. And another brewer tasted. He said that shit's infected. Oh man! And I had to go to every store and pull it off, and I had to release a statement. Um, about that and you know you think well that was really fucking stupid you should have listened to yourself yeah <laughs> and i didn't so now now every batch gets about five different quality control tests okay so um, so, so when you say the quality control test like what are you like what are you doing now in comparison to what you were doing before more sampling um more visual tests more um you know exercising the the ph meter a lot more Okay. Um, just make sure we're hitting levels. Um, better cleaning. We got uh, upscaled our chemicals. So um, instead of using just a lot of homebrew chemicals, now we have like big boy, okay, uh, real deal chemicals. Uh, nice. So it um, you know, changed in process of how we cleaned our tanks because we think that's 
that's where it got picked up. Okay. So we think it happened in the uh, in the carb stone. Nice. So just making sure that we're being more vigilant on that end. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, it's. There's always that element of self doubt. Like I think yeah. all my beers, there's something wrong with until yeah. I put them on and drink them for a couple of days. Right. And I'm like, okay, this is fine. Yeah. yeah. It was all in your head. But for you to go through that, come over it, and then see that it wasn't good on the other side, and go pull it all and make yeah. a statement yeah. about it. So is he is he being a huge person of you? To do that. Can I do a flip side of that question? Yeah, sure. So through home brewing, through brewing at your like brewing at your house at a pro level and what you're about to do, what's your proudest moment? Like what's your biggest success do you consider off of all those levels? Next one I do. I mean, it's yeah, still to it, come. No, it's just it's just every step. Okay, I did that. That's great. Right. We're on, you know. But I mean, yeah, you're not taking I, too many moments to breathe or bathe in your uh, no. bathe in your success. And that's again that that's that's where my mindset is: is that it, you know, you you stand and you you know you want to pat yourself on the back. Well, five people just passed you up, and you just lost out on something you could have done. Or you could have done this, and you didn't because you were standing around telling yourself how great you were. You know, fuck yesterday, today's today, and yeah. tomorrow's going to come whether you want it to or not. So, yeah. giddy up. That's why I hired this guy. He cleans and pats my back. I, I do, and, I, and I do. Nice. I do both above average. Cleaning, I think I'm better at complimenting. You're, you. yeah, you're average on back patting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you clean I, like a motherfucker. I know. My he back- gives those awkward back pats. Like uh, I do, I do the one where I'm like, oh, I, I gotta do. So. I do it real quick. I'm like, good job, and then <laughs> I go back to doing my actual job. And then when he gave me my yearly eval, he was like, your your back padding is shit. It's rushed. You need to yeah, exactly. Enough, there's not enough passion. Your technique yeah. is weak. Well, here, let me pat your back real quick. Your stage presence here, and then like at cookie table, best ever. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You. Yeah, I almost missed you. Yeah, good thing I had other helpers. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, he was he was pulling people in because I was kind of stuck in between uh, two heavy hitters. So like we had like this this fork in the road that like people were, you know, abomination, and then uh, Aslan, and like here we are. But then here's him. He's out there fishing for people. Yeah, reeling them in. He did. He he's a good carnival barker and yeah. good on the podcast. But yeah, yeah, we've we've succeeded at uh, especially. Um, Oh darn it! Homebrew and chill out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, You're really yeah. good outdoors. I love. Yeah, I can be loud. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I don't get to be loud very often. So whenever I yeah. get to be loud, it's so much fun. Yeah, and that in the fishing is like my. That's my go. That's my go to move. Cookie like table. Me and you were like little fishes in the big ponds because I had cellar works and Aslan. Mm. Aslan mm. was between us. But the cool thing though, and I said this before, one of the cool things was you went somewhere and the dude from Aslan went somewhere, and it ended up being <laughs> it was all bath <laughs> running oh, the, poor, the poor guy from Aslan was doing both sessions sessions without a bathroom. Yeah, break. so yeah. he was like. Do you guys mind manning my my tap? I was like, yeah, I can't screw it up too bad. I got you. <laughs> so this, somebody came up at one point. It was just some random guy. He goes, is this like all you? And without a hesitation, Adam and I looked at him and went, yep. Yeah, we own all this. Everything's ours. Yeah, yeah this yeah, is all yeah. ours. But this is like our, this is our company and these yeah. are all of our yeah. affiliates. For the next five minutes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, then, and then Matt from Aslan came back. He's like, how'd you do? I was like, I think we did okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good, sir. Pat me on the back. <laughs> can I have a sticker, please? Yeah. <laughs> so last question before we move on to something uh, a little different here. Yeah. So uh, new space brings new equipment, which yep. may bring new styles. Is there anything that you want to experiment with when you're in the new space? Yeah, man. I, I can't wait to do lagers. Okay. Um, we're definitely going to do more sours. Uh, I'm not a sour drinker, but um, I made my first one with 412 for cookie table. And um, 
I like the process. I like the it's different. Like it, I mean, you're getting flavors from puree and you know messing around and leaving it on overnight. Like so, there's that that odd unknown when you walk in to yeah. see how it's doing. But um, yeah, I think we're gonna do some more of that stuff. It's probably gonna be kept mostly in house, if not all in house. Uh, easier to to regulate temperatures and everything. Yeah. So it's uh yeah no it's exciting. Uh, I may or may not have already ordered bail racks and barrels. <laughs> uh, there's definitely yeah. room for them there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's tons of room, and and I'm just excited to see what you guys do next. You you have a great mind for beer, uh, and clearly you you're hungry for it. So I'm excited to see what you guys do. Um, and also too, just go back to this beer briefly. Uh, this was um what was the name again? We went to just, just Brown Iran. Just Brown Iran. Uh, classic Brown classic brown enough sweetness with the honey it's just perfect so, man this was actually um my first uh developed recipe as a home brewer yeah so, nice and you so brought it over to the brought, yeah it had, nice. to, it had to come over i think brown ale especially is underrepresented um, is. in craft beer yeah in general absolutely and i think if you can make a good one it should be on quite often so yeah. That will be a mainstay. I'm really happy that you're saying that because you're right. I, I'm a sucker for a good brown ale, and if it's good, I'll never stop drinking it. That's, so it had that brown color you expect. It had the nice chocolatey caramel notes, mm-hmm. and then the honey nice makes it not as it makes it more interesting than your common brown. Yeah. Ale. So gives it another wrinkle that I think everybody should go out and grab. And what's the what's the ABV coming in on that? One? Five point six. So. Oh, it's totally yeah. drinkable. Easy, yeah. easy drinker. Nice day yeah. anchor. And it's light enough too, or I can have that in the springtime too. Like right. it, you know, it's not something yeah. that's too heavy that I can't have in the summertime. It's it's an all season beer. Yeah. We Absolutely. have a we have a pumped up version. Uh it actually happened by accident. Cranked, Th- that's always my favorite yeah. one. <laughs> it uh it got cranked up to uh, I think it was eight point one. Oh yeah. When I was still a was still a home brewer. So we called that a downtown honey brand. I uh, like that. And that'll probably make an appearance at some point. Awesome. Cool, but, man. Yeah. I'll be first in so line for that one. Yeah. 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 So we are, you know this, if you listen to us at all, or anyone's yep. told you about us before you came on, we are a combat sports podcast. Yeah. We do a lot of wrestling. So you're entering our lightning round. So we're going to fire some questions at you. And it's the first thing that comes to your brain, man. Just This is dangerous. You know get, that, right? Get, listen, I'm not asking <laughs> you, like, name the top three OnlyFans that you subscribe to. You almost said it. but <laughs> So... Adam's going to go first. I'm going to go second. We're going to go back and forth. We're out of questions and you're out of brain cells. Are you ready? All right. Adam. I'm out of brain cells. Oh, no good. <laughs> we win. <laughs> so who's your favorite pro wrestler of all time? All time. Stone Cold Steve Austin. There you go. What's your favorite finisher of all time? Uh, was it the Tombstone? Tombstone the Undertaker? Power, yeah. Yeah. Favorite match of all time? I Honestly, I didn't watch that much. Uh, the one I remember the most is probably the uh, the Mankind where he like he like split his face open. The Hell in Cell match. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that's the one I vividly remember in Pittsburgh. watching yes. when I was gee, I don't even know. I might have been like seventeen at that mm-hmm. point. 18. Oh yeah. Most hated wrestler of all time. Uh jeez. What was his name? Val Venus. <laughs> God. <laughs> was it he before or after before. he got censored? What's that? Was it before or after he got censored? Do you remember before, when... Before, I don't remember him getting censored. I I still remember the, the towel days and hello, yeah, ladies. That's the before. So, yeah. yeah, that's the before. So he went through this... Uh, <laughs> to break away from the lightning, I'm fucking it up. But yeah. he did this thing where he had a terribly racist uh, line with... Uh, 
Mishinuku, right? Was choppy, choppy, oh, yo, pee pee. That is terribly oh, racist. <laughs> and then after that, they had to rebrand him and he became part of this group where they were trying to censor. Uh, yeah, they were making fun of the yeah. parents' uh, censorship council yeah. and Tipper Gore. And okay. So yeah. much fun. But yeah, I love original Valvinus myself. Adam. Five. What, what is the five. next question? Yeah, I know, but like, I don't know how to read that. You rewrote it. Oh. Is it what was your favorite yeah. brand? Yeah. Okay. What was your. F- what did you watch the most during the Attitude Era? WWF, WCW, or ECW? WWF. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was you almost reworded that. I think it was. I think, I think I it was did. favorite pay per view. I think something. I might have. I might have accidentally touched something yeah. and it got erased. Yeah. <laughs> you always say it's an accident. <laughs> it's a happy accident, Bob Ross. You got yeah. the last one there, Lightning Boy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Lightning. <laughs> so if you could you drink, are flashy. I am. Yeah. If you could drink a beer with any wrestling persona ever, who is it, and what would you drink with them? Uh, Jesus. Probably. That that's a tough. Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Um, something light and trashy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> American Hams, light or something Hams, like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, even even lower. Like, no, nah, Hams isn't lower. I don't know. Bush. Bush. Yeah. <laughs> super super low. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's light and trashy, just like yeah. all his ex wives. Right. All of them. Right. Yeah. Ooh, puppies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That dude killed me. Oh, my God. So we are going to go into a break. Before we do, just so you guys know, I'm still dropping ads for all my friends over uh, on Twitter. So this commercial is coming from Talking Smack. So our friends over there at Talking Smack bringing hilarious conversations about movies, music, comic books, pop culture, and much more. So join Josh and a cast of co-hosts while they discover, sort, and give you the best and sometimes worst parts of nerdum. And we're going to drop some sponsors in here. So if you support our sponsors, you support us. And when you support us, we bring you some pretty cool stuff, like talking to Ben Stefan from That's Arboretum right. Trail. So we'll see you on the other side. Do you love comics, movies, video games, and more? We do, too. Come tune in to Josh and our cast of colorful co-hosts on Talking Smack. Available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Nice ink, Adam. Yeah, I got your name on my ass. <laughs> uh, I was talking about your forearm, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been taking care of it. Yeah, it looks great, man. Uh, what, are, what are you using? I'm using Lucky 13's Tattoo Cleanser and Healing Ointment. This ointment is incredibly fresh and invigorating. It effectively removes all surface oils and dirt while not dehydrating your new tattoo. Dude, I actually got some of Lucky 13's Tattoo Balm. It's all natural, not oily, and applies easily. The balm improved my color and definition, and the vibrance on this ink makes it look like it's brand new. Oh yeah, man. I found their products after taking their online quiz, and it pointed me in the right direction. Hey, guess what? And right now, if you use our promo code, MATA193529, you can save 25% on your entire order from their site. From the first line of your tattoo to the first year of your tattoo and beyond, Lucky 13 has you covered to keep that ink looking fresh. Welcome back. Hopefully you heard something that you like. Because, again, when you support our sponsors, you support us. And when you support us, we're bringing some pretty cool stuff, like talking to Ben Steffen from Arboretum Trail. And don't forget about Talking Smack. So, we are in round two, and we are blessed with the presence of the Arboretum Trail head brewer. That's really high. It is. Because look how many fucking beers you brought us. Well, 
I didn't know which ones to bring, so I just brought one of everything. He's winning that. Con- he's winning <laughs> that contest. That contest is being so. Uh, pick from your armada of beer for us to have uh, one next year. It is it's, today's Thursday, right? Today's I mean, Thursday. We're recording on a Thursday, so mm-hmm. hashtag tip a Thursday. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag. So here it is. Yeah. Uh, Beyond Pluto, and the camera can see it there. Yeah. Uh, it is a triple IPA. It is ten percent, and it does not taste like it, at least to me. See, now that's why I like them sneakies. So speaking of speaking of uh, fueled by hops and everything, we, we kind of made some brief mentions to it, but you're on another podcast. Yeah. The Unfueled Show. The Unfueled Show. Yeah. So um, Ryan and Nick decided that they wanted to have kind of a counterbalance, uh, and the best way to do that is to uh, get on, you know, the, the interwebs and, and talk shit on each other. So, uh, you know, we talk a little sport, we talk a little beer, uh, kind of throw in a lot a lot of a lot of shit talking. So, um, but yeah, it's fun. Uh, you know, we're not opposed to having some, some guests on there. So, uh, hey. that might happen. I, you know what? You're making eye contact with me. If you want to bring me on, you know, I mean, it could be exciting. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I yeah. get a little loose sometimes. He gets stuff pulled off YouTube all the time. All yeah. the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, we do edit. I mean, the show goes from like an hour and 20 minutes down to like, 40 yeah some days but i'll say we're the, getting there the first the first interview we ever had it was we had a third mic and and we were on there and we did we did so terribly that yeah. we were just bad to the host yeah. that she had to pull it down like wow. yeah so i'm better now <laughs> i went and, and you know got in touch with my inner self and i'm a better person now. good, good. <laughs> i'm glad to hear that so you're talking about talking shit on your podcast, and we like to talk shit here on this podcast, but yeah. first got to get some ammo. So I threw it out to the social media for a little bit of a smackdown, and this was a special Super Bowl Sunday-sized uh, social media smackdown. So I asked everybody, you know, during the big game, America's big game, big burly men smashing each other, what the fuck are you guys drinking? Wow. Yeah, I really want to get people saucy for it. Yeah. So... What were you guys drinking? And we got some, you know, we got some responses here. Uh, Coors, Harpoon, mm. Modern Times, Tattered Flag, Founders, Bud Light, Hams. Um, and I know, you know, I was drinking some good stuff. And I know I saw some pictures from you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I had, a, I, had a, I had a kill shot that I've, I, for some reason, forgot to post it. Well, I know why I forgot to post it. <laughs> yeah. I had so many beers. Do you have anything that well, was I like think a stand I, I think I sent Hams in, but I didn't just stop at Hams. No, yeah. I know. Well, I had some hams, okay. um, and friends of ours, uh, Alan and Elise, brought some nice stuff from the brewery in Las Vegas. I want to say that. maybe California. They got it from a friend in Las Vegas. Nice, um, and some burial, which is my favorite. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I subbed in some heavies along with my hams. Nice, um, and I had some uh, Topo Chico seltzers too. Those things are so good. <laughs> what is it? I'm, I'm uh, not. Topo Chico, like the, the they make a they make a, they made just seltzer water and it was like mm-hmm. super carbonated Mexican seltzer water. Really good. Now they're making they just started making yeah. hard seltzer like a month ago. That, well, at least so do people. they use Mexican water? No, there's no there's no, no, there's no, no monosodium. Mono- I can I can yeah. definitely attest. No, yeah, okay. I had a few the one night and I drove home comfortably. <laughs> what about you? Anything? Uh, yeah, we uh, we actually uh, wife and I cracked a uh, Aslan Alexandria, so uh, stout with. Uh, Peanut butter, banana, and Tanzanian vanilla, I believe. Nice. If I remember. It was different. Banana and peanut butter and beer is uh 
Yeah, it's different. It's different. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't bad. Well, it was you know, just you know, Aslan always different. staying in that comfort zone, never doing anything. Yeah, different. never, yeah. never pushing the limit at <laughs> they all. They never swing a fence. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. And Take a risk. It's kind of like another brewer <laughs> that's really close, but it's not me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's this? Uh, fuck it. Throw it in the beer. With my, <laughs> I got I got a plain Jane red ale in the front yeah. right now. That's it. That's a, we're taking it back to the simple building blocks. We're yeah. gonna blow people's minds. Yeah. Just you wait and see. So I What I had, about you, host? Oh gosh, man. I I like to I do have a steady flow of Paps Blue Ribbon in my in my fridge. So I start out real light with that just to get myself rolling and then I move on to I just go balls out yeah. and i'll start drinking some imperial so i actually had a crushed i had i have two so i split one wax out and i had a crushed which was delicious and then um i had an aslan had Velocirabbit rabbit yeah at one point and then um uh i don't know man i think that was really about it and i just you fell asleep i did i uh, dude i almost fell asleep uh during the fourth quarter because i was old and oh you made it to that i thought like 50 dropped from the ceiling and then you dropped <laughs> 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 I mean, close i mean it was it was pretty close to that uh no but I, you know i had some good beers and um i have i actually i restocked my fridge so i actually have some really good beers but nothing to drink them for uh but you know i'll find a reason it's thursday or whatever i yeah. slammed a beer almost every time a new artist started in the halftime show i was so excited <laughs> and the game was still i mean the game yeah. the whole game was pretty good but yeah the, the halftime show was like my childhood yeah, man. Uh, it, it was. I'm finally old enough that my people are. On yeah. The game show. Yeah. Well, they were saying like people, people under 30 were like, "Who are these people?" And yeah. people over 50 were like, "This is crap." And then all of us were like, "Yeah, man." <laughs> Nobody under 50 looked at any of them and said, "Who are these people?" If you <laughs> no. did, you live it under a rock. Yeah. Or you're like on a Amish farm somewhere. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. you cannot tell me you don't know who Dr. Dre and Snoop are. Yeah. And they mm. broke into California Love. I was. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Ask my mom. So, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I said over fifty, so yeah, she's like a hundred or something. I don't know. Damn, I don't know. She doesn't watch this. I can talk all the okay. shit I want to my mom. <laughs> she's a sweet lady, but she doesn't give a shit about that. <laughs> so uh, we are a combat sports podcast, and there was a historic UFC card, UFC two seventy one. Uh, we saw some title matches come together with amazing decisions, and the end of a rivalry, maybe a birth of a new one, and a shoey at the end. Shoey, yeah. So let's uh, let's briefly review here. We got we got some pretty cool uh, pretty cool highlights here. Um, I want to go right to um, a middleweight match here. Uh, Jared Conier uh, going against Derek Brunson. This is supposed to be a much closer match than it ended up being here. Uh, Jared decided to bring his elbows to the match. Uh, roughly uh, uh, near the end of the second round, here he earned a KO, yeah. and I think he earned himself a title he shot. Was sending those. Elbows priority mail to Brunson's face. Yes. And that match ended brutally. Yeah. And it's amazing. Brunson kept signing for him. Yeah. He would not. It was next no day defense. delivery. He yeah. was like overnighting him. Boom. Yeah. He was paying extra. I, I, I thought Brunson had a better ground defense than that, and he just couldn't find. I think he was rocked. Yeah. yeah so he, he was foggy. Yeah. he. I mean, when he went down, you didn't really see much of a an attempt to guard his grill. So, yeah. and then that's, you know, Kenny, Kenny, I was just like, this is it. Yeah. I'm taking it downtown, but that's going to earn, uh, uh, Jared, a nice little title shot. We'll talk about it here in a little bit here, but we're going to go on to another knockout that occurred here with, uh, tie to Avasa defeating the beast, Derek Lewis via KO in the second round, about a minute and 40 in. Um, are you familiar with Derek yeah. Lewis? So Derek Lewis is fucking hilarious. Yes. yes. Derek Lewis is just an ugly fighter. Yes. Yeah. And I mean that in the most 
adoring way because I love watching him fight. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he is either going to knock somebody's head off or get gassed and get his teeth knocked out. Mm-hmm. And the last four fights, correct me if I'm wrong, have been the latter. Yes. So I think the reign of Derek Lewis, unless he gets better, much better cardio, is probably on the way down. It's a possibility because I think now people are realizing if you kind of circle yeah. a little bit and kind of play the long game. You literally but, well, can... Some people, not Ty Two Vos. No. Because he, well. he just ate some shots and then gassed them out. He, yeah. he had the... Uh, if like, you have a steel chin, you can. Yeah, get, but, he had the yeah. Homer Simpson approach. Like, oh, just yeah. let the guy punch himself out and then <laughs> knock him out. Yeah. It's a, it, I did. We did get to see the um, the very rare uh, knee from Derek Lewis. He yeah. did. He did Which throw. Which connection? Yes, uh, Ty Tuivasa ate that thing and kept moving forward. Yeah. So you know you got to give Tuivasa a lot of credit here. Yeah. And then when it came down to it, you could just tell. Two of us, his gas tank was better, his chin yeah. was better, and I think his striking was better. It was more, right. it was more concise, more, more precise, you know. And then, and that just works out. And then he gets to have a shoey with everybody in the crowd. Um, something I made fun of whenever we were doing predictions, yeah. and now I got to eat my words because I think, thing. I think Ty Two of us could probably eat my mm. lunch, and I <laughs> might be a bet to do idea. Oh, I'm taking a shoey. Right. Oh, oh yeah. God. Anyway, like take a shoey out of like your shoe. Oh, the loser takes. A shoe out of a winter shoe. Oh, I don't want to lose. I'm I'm not a germaphobe by any stretch of the means, but, but my I feet are nasty, dude. Mine are too. Yeah. yeah, I got some jam you in there. Pick a high ABV. <laughs> um, <laughs> disinfect, disinfect yeah. it a little bit. Disinfect your surroundings before you drink. But yeah, Ty Two of also my second favorite heavyweight, right behind Derek Luce, just as a person. Yeah, so it yeah. wasn't a big loss for me. And Derek Luce, if he continues to fight. I'll watch it. Yeah. If not, yeah, HBO I, or some premium cable show should give him a clip show. You have to watch a Derek yeah. Lewis fight. There's, oh, no, yeah. there's no reason not to, but I, I would just like to see him have some longevity. Yeah. Because yeah, his yeah. first, like, what, nine fights yeah. were epic. Yeah. I mean, just knocking heads. Yeah. And then everybody was like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> this dude's really, really fat. Yeah. So <laughs> Super I'm just going to run around for the first... 90 to 120 seconds, and then I'm going to go knock his ass out. Yep. And that's, that's pretty much it, too. But I will – again, <clears throat> two of us had to weather a storm to get in there. Yeah. Um, he's thrown he's thrown knees before. I remember watching the highlight. I can't remember the, yeah. the other fighter. I remember the dude got clipped in the gut, and then he came in with that knee and just about punted it over the 50-yard line. Yeah. He's so crazy. strong. And when yeah. he does throw that knee and it does connect, it looks like it's just getting yeah. hit with a baseball bat. Yeah. He's getting his balls hot. Yeah. He's got a poop, man. He's got a poop. I got a poop, man. <laughs> nah, he didn't, he didn't hit me in the stomach. I just got a poop. <laughs> so we move on to uh, the match that everyone was uh, dying to see. It's Izzy and Taker. I'm going to try to make it sound like a WWE match. Izzy and Taker. Izzy That's and Taker. Something. Yeah. Yeah. What? I don't like either of those nicknames. All right. But, well, I'm, I mean, they do call him Izzy. Yeah, they call him yeah. Izzy. And I'm calling Robert Whitaker Taker, though, because I miss on their Taker. Because his championship shots are dead. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, so, unanimous decision here, uh, despite the fact whatever Robert Whitaker says, um, you could definitely see that the champion striking is unparalleled. I mean, it, it, it's <clears throat> it's balanced. It's forceful. It's correct. Unconventional. I mean, yes, unconventional, but very counter. Yeah, he waits, and and you can tell he's very patient, and yep. and his and his cardio is to the roof. I mean, it, you're, and we were talking about this off mic before we started. Like this championship 
lineup through UFC is completely locked down right now. Mm-hmm. You have an absolute murderer's row from featherweight to heavyweight right yep. now. So, yeah. except maybe yeah, like maybe those really lighter weight classes are bouncing around. Um, I don't maybe. know track of those, but yeah, from from at least lightweight up to heavyweight, they're yeah, they're on some pretty tough competition right now. Yeah. So, and we said earlier too, you know, with that the finish of Derek Brunson, Jared Kanye uh, is he's setting up nicely for a title fight against uh, against Izzy. So you got to think here, can Jared bring that brutality to the match against the technical ability of the champion? Yeah, and I, I would go back to the way people would talk about Anderson Silva. And they said, oh, well, this guy's a savage. This guy's, you know, brutal. This guy, you know, knocking heads off. And Anderson Silva went in there and precise, concise, you know, almost a mathematician about it, just would walk in there taunting them yeah please please try to you know try to bulldoze me yeah and i'll sleep for three rounds and then you know knock (laughs) yeah knock your nose (laughs) off or you know make you tap and stand up and be the greatest ever so yeah yeah, i i see adesanya being uh that guy yeah Yeah. for sure in the same weight class too yeah yeah that that thing's passed yeah that i mean he's got the same build yeah that anderson silva had he's got the same abilities he's just even quicker yeah like which is crazy. terrifying i don't think, think he about. has the the ground that that anderson did yeah. yeah well i don't think he does but you also never have to see it right i mean yeah. he, he, unless he, he unless he goes up the late heavyweight yeah and why why would you no, yeah. Should, yeah i think yeah. that experiment's done with yeah. yeah nice try i never yeah. understood like why guys want to unless you just, just to grab a second unless ball. you're on yeah but i mean he, he cleaned out that division before he did it yeah yeah because he's he's Back. Well, they brought um, the guy that looks like steroided out Ricky Martin up. <laughs> the, the guy he beat last. He, oh. I can't remember his name. Yeah. But he literally looks like Ricky Martin. He, you're right, he does. And I can't think of his they name. They knocked either. him out. So Ricky Martin got destroyed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ricardo Martin got Rica- destroyed. Ricardo Martin. And that then, sounds um, about right. <laughs> and then Whitaker for the second time. Like, yeah, he's, he's lapping fights again. Just like yeah. a lot of the champions, they're lapping fighters. And, and speaking of lapping Whitaker, he thinks that they can run it back for a third time. Um, he's thinking that he he said, and he didn't want to take anything away from the champ, but he said that he felt that he had won the uh, later rounds. Uh, he got himself steady, got his feet about him, had more significant strikes. He, which he might have won five round five, but he first four maybe. he was outclassed. Yeah. Uh, well, a little that, little tip for Robert Whitaker: start stronger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come out of the game and have have fun. I think he should maybe go fight. Brunson and see what happens there. I think Brunson really gives him a run for his money. Yeah. I think Br- I think Brunson's strong, and it's going to be really hard to get inside of him. And that's kind of where you have to go against Asanya. You have to get inside, get the takedown, and start yeah. working to the ground. But you have to get past right. everything else to get right, in there. Right. Yeah, a bunch akin to the spider. I mean, it, once you got inside of him, that was it. Was almost like you got past the first level of the final boss. And then you went to the ground, and it's and like, then you oh, realize the there way. was a mega boss, yeah. yeah, because he's a fucking you know eighteen level black belt, black belt. in jujitsu, it's a, it's a yeah. platinum belt or some yeah. shit like that. I think yeah. I think at one point, was no, it might not have been him, but I I I want to say that he did like some weird like rope choke on somebody, yeah, and then just stood up and walked away. And you just look at your TV screen, like the fuck did we just yeah. watch? We just watched someone get murdered. Yeah, and it, was, it happened very slowly. Yeah. Like Joe like... Rogan's freaking out. He's <laughs> screaming into the television. 
God bless him. I missed I missed Joe Rogan's yeah. commentary because he's very good at talking about the setup into submissions, yeah. and I, you didn't get to hear a lot of that, like people actually getting position on the ground. Right. And that's something I missed out on. Um, <laughs> hopefully he comes back to another. I know there's lots of controversy about him. I don't know what I don't really care. Yeah. I, like, I like him announcing UFC I like, fights. Yeah, I like Cormier on. I, I do I, like him too. I, but yeah. they they would do him together. And it was yeah, just, I was just say do the do the triple threat him yeah. Cormier and Aziz or um not Aziz. Oh damn it! I did call him Aziz. That's not Aziz. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, you know what? I only I just miss Mike Goldberg so much that I can't. Yeah, it's the guy who took over from yeah. Goldberg. He's good. Yeah. Um. So. Damn it! I can't remember his name either because you said Aziz and that's yeah. Ball, and then, yeah. Now it's been stuck in my head. Yeah. But don't worry because I'll just. Clear your brain out because we're going to give a quick shout out to a friend of the podcast, the Pitbull, Andre Arlovsky. <laughs> Is he really a friend of the podcast? I think so. Yeah. Well, we call him a friend. Yeah. He okay. doesn't know that. Though. I've, cool. I've DM'd him a couple times and he's he's looked at them and never responded. <laughs> <laughs> So he's, a, so, so he's why, looking. So why is he a friend of the podcast? Because he looks at the messages. Because Matt sends sends him literally the statement, send nudes after every fight. And he hasn't reported Matt yet. Yeah. So <laughs> he that, just hasn't responded. And that's friendly enough for me. I'm concerned for you. Yeah, I am too. You should be. You, do you realize... he, likes, he likes older, hairy Russian men. I was yeah, going to say, you funny. realize he's Russian, right? I'm okay with that. Like they lie in the shadows. Nostrovia. Oh, that's what he likes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he likes the Ruskies. I'm fine with it. You're okay. All yeah. Right. So going from unscripted combat to some scripted combat, uh, real quick, we got to talk about Cody Rhodes has left AEW, and there's a rumored big push for his return to the WWE. Uh, this was initially considered a work, where everyone thought like, oh, he's going to try to turn heel, come back, and like quit, come back, and actually get into the the world title. So I don't know if you watch AEW at all. I I I will admit. And I apologize. I haven't watched wrestling in probably about 20 years. That's fine. Not a problem. Stone, Stone Cold Steve Austin was your favorite song. Yeah. Forgiven. Yeah. And you're totally fine. Yeah. So <laughs> just to give you a brief background here, Cody Rhodes is one of the founding members of AEW. Okay. And so, at some point he lost a match where he could no longer compete for the world title in AEW. So everyone thought this whole, like, I'm leaving AEW thing was to not have a contract, re-sign a contract, come on, and now there's no clauses, and I go for the title. Yeah, and AEW has done stuff like this, where they make very different, convoluted stories, and they make make them work out. Yeah. Um, No, Cody Rhodes. This one's true. This is true. (laughs) This is for realsies, apparently. It's crazy. Uh, There's all kind kind of rumors about him now being, like, troublesome in the back. Say, whose wife did he sleep with? (laughs) No one. No, no. No, he's got Brandy. He's doing fine. Yeah. (laughs) No, it looks like uh, maybe some of his, like, um, booking power got taken away. So, like, he was part of making the matches and the storylines initially in the company. Looks like that got yanked from him and maybe ruffled some feathers. That's the latest reports. There was that. and then From there, the dirt sheet. So, you take everything with a grain of salt. Right. And then there was another one, too, um, where uh, I, I want to say it was Fightful when they said that, oh, there was an issue, too, with um, – bringing in some bigger talent like CM Punk and they're paying him an exorbitant amount of money to be in AEW. Yeah. And then when Cody Rhodes was renegotiating his contract, they weren't giving him the same money as CM Punk and some others. And okay. he decided if you're not going to pay me a founding member and yeah. EVP that I'm going to walk. Yeah. Um, and this, and you know, it's real too, cause he has a reality show and they yanked it. Yeah. So it's thank God. Cause that was, trash. it was a terrible reality show. Uh, it was called <laughs> roads to the top. It, it was, it was terrible, but um, you could tell like, yeah. Season two was being filmed, and they're like, "Oh yeah, dude, you're, we're not putting, okay. we're not going to put you on returning WWE." Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Cody Rhodes, see you later. Stardust to WWE confirmed. Ooh. Yeah, Stardust. 
I haven't heard that name in. That was yeah. That was his old. Yeah. That was his old character back. Well, Stardust like, was a Dusty Rhodes it, reference. It's too. the yeah. same guy. It's the same guy. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, stoking your memories. Yeah. yeah so because had uh, the star painted on his face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah no, I remember he was weird. He was kind of like Gold Dust. Like his brother. Sexual. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. his brother. Oh, that's Gold Dust. Yeah. So well, this Gold, is Gold Dust's brother. Yeah. Stardust. Yes. Okay. So in, in real life. His yes. <laughs> So okay. Cody Rhodes actually had a really cool gimmick in WWE. Yeah. Uh, for he was called the Legacy. It was him and like Randy Orton yeah. and I don't know other it's guy. Like Junior. That's it. And uh, it was cool. call me the Encyclopedia. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I just point at him. He gives me. He's a Google. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they they had a great stable, cool idea, and then it all just kind of flushed on the toilet. And they're like, "Hey man, how about you just copy your brother's gimmick and we yeah. paint your face and you be like kind of omnisexual? How do you feel about that?" He was like, "I'll do it. It's money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're paying me, right? It's yeah. money." Well, then he tried to take a comic book villain, which was really cool for like a month, and then WWE like pff, yeah, knocked it down. So I mean, I I hope that he's getting something that he wants out of this, but also too, I don't, I don't care if he does not show up in polka dot tights like his dad when he came to wwe I'm gonna get out of my face yeah. <laughs> i don't even care anymore i don't even give a shit man so uh there's there's gonna be lots going on because the also the rumor is that he's gonna get a huge push during wrestlemania and uh, we've already seen initial reactions to the wrestlemania card that's still in flux uh, very low the approval rating is in the basement so mm. this may add a boost if vince mcmahon can get one of the founding members of AEW to defect to WWE. Right before Mania, that would be good. Big push. And yeah. also, your favorite wrestler, Stone Cold Steve Austin, is rumored to come yeah. back from Mania. He's also rumored to come back, which would be Dallas. fantastic. Wait, is he still doing Tide commercials while he's wrestling? Yes. Switch, that would be awesome. Switch to cold water, motherfucker. Can, can he? <laughs> with Ice Cube. I mean. Well, can he smash somebody in the face or not ice cube, with a Tide tea, Pod? Sorry. I just want to see a Tide Pod just whack. Shove it in his mouth. Yeah. I would love that. Eat this, kids. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Coors, he's uh, he's getting Tide Pods thrown at him. Yeah. Over him. <laughs> or uh, the bottles. Looking at he's... Michael Cole, like, throw it yeah. this way. <laughs> it's time to wash this vest. He's really he's really got to catch it. This oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, it'd be Pat McAfee, and he'll just yeah. launch, like, an 80-mile-an-hour fastball at him and just rip they, his hand off. <laughs> they, instead of, like, the little, like, 25-load one, they throw the 96-load oh, yeah. one <laughs> from <laughs> Sam's Club. <laughs> Buy in bulk. Yeah. Yeah, and other big news, after WrestleMania craps the bed and everybody's feeling bad about it, AEW's coming to Pittsburgh April the week of April 20th. Yeah, 420, baby. For uh, Dynamite and Rampage. Yeah, so. which is cool. I'll see you there, yeah. everybody. And also, too, they always <laughs> film some dark stuff, I'll be wearing my with too. the boys' t-shirt. Yeah. And they, they always film some dark stuff, too. I think they do it all on the same night, yeah. too. So you buy a ticket, and you're probably there from 7 to midnight. Yeah, so. that's pretty cool. And AEW takes me from 6 to midnight, so good stuff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Comedies. <laughs> Did I break you on that one, man? Yeah, that was a good <laughs> Especially if uh, CM Punk and Wardlow come out. That domination session. Woo. Old muscle tits. <laughs> yeah. Powerbomb them again, baby. Do it again. You guys are into this. Spit stuff. on them first this time. <laughs> <laughs> One uh, more time. <laughs> oh, you'll just hear somebody in the nosebleeds going, ah, it's me. The $20 ticket. You get a show it. <laughs> so we're going to move on into a segment I, I love. I really love this segment now, especially when I get two very skilled brewers in front of me because I get to ask questions and I get to learn something. But There's a very skilled brewer in front of you? 
Yes. Just one, one right in front of him. <laughs> Two. Me off to his cock eye here. Yeah. My weird peripheral doesn't work anymore. But before we do that, we have an armada of beer. We're doing another one. Select another. So now for your enjoyment, we have the Imperial Milk Stout, Sweet to Death. Again, Dak just tore this artwork apart. It's just it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. My, so, my favorite can out of everything you brought today yeah. for the artwork. And what I'll do, too, I'll make sure I'm going to take nice shots of everything, and it's all going to be on Instagram, so nice. you'll be able to check that out. And then uh, I'll tag your artist, too. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be on overtime with uh, photographs. This I time. always am, man. That's fine. That I means we get am. to drink shift beers after. So, Absolutely. This is a 9.1 Imperial Milk Stout. Uh, pretty straightforward, uh, base stout recipe, uh, a little bit of Madagascar uh, vanilla in there. Yeah. But nothing uh, nothing too fancy. We always like to say it, too, man. It's you know it, We always like to say it, too. You know, I'm glad you chose a very cheap ingredient like vanilla that you can just go <laughs> yeah. right out. And it's it like in the in the mud of Pennsylvania. You just yeah. stick your hand in and you just pull up a whole bushel. So there's, there's a, a website. It's like Spice Rack or something. Um, they sell a uh, an extract. It's a bourbon vanilla extract that I like to use. That was uh, brought to me by another brewer. Uh, Thirty two ounce bottle. Hundred and twelve dollars. <laughs> that's not. That actually doesn't sound too bad. But no. that's about so, the going. That's yeah. Fucking appreciate this. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No. It's, this is incredible. In defense of that vanilla bean. I can smell it. Yes, I, I can, can taste, taste it. it. Can, no, we, it go, is, can we go back and talk about the Beyond Pluto first? Though? Oh, that's right. I, I apologize. Yeah, so the Beyond Pluto. I fucking loved it. I crushed it. Yeah. I, I think that's why I was I crushed it so quickly that I forgot to talk about it. No, it was, I love it, man. Thank it, you. It's a sneaky triple, like you were saying. It is. It's. I mean, it's all yeah. of 10%, and it, I mean, when it first came off, it was so stinking soft. I thought, man, people are going to. Like melt their brains with this yeah. thing, yeah. Which is cool because the next one that we have coming out, um, if you're familiar with some brewing stuff, a newer uh, ingredient out is called Phantasm, mm-hmm. out of New Zealand, and uh, the next triple is going to have Phantasm. So it's going to be a 10% Hawaiian punch bomb. I was hoping that you would say because I've been dying for anyone to call <laughs> call uh, a beer. Boy, <laughs> that's all I want. You've been rooting for it for a while. I really have been. So, I'm not sure if it would clear uh, approvals. Yeah, I probably would. It would be B O uh, Y <laughs> with yeah. with the yeah, tall with the might. tall man on the kit. Maybe ended in an I. Yeah, boy. <laughs> oh, do that, boy. Crispy and, boy. And it can be, yeah, um, and it, it can is. be uh, flavor flave. Yeah, with the clock. Yeah, yeah, but, like but like in the same cut as the tall man. Aren't you so happy you have your label artist already, and it's not this guy? It, oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, your your vision's there. Your execution's probably not. It's t- stick yeah. figures. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so in that beyond Pluto, I. I think, and it's not a stretch given the name, but I think I can taste Galaxy Hops. Yeah. Anything else in that uh, hop wise? Yeah, uh, there is Triumph Summit, um, Vic's Secret, Summit. and Cashmere. Killers yeah. row for me. I, I was no, get- I'm sorry. It's uh, Simcoe. I used a Simcoe. Um, I was getting dankiness Sim- in there. Simcoe oil. Nice. Okay. okay. That's your pininess. There right you there. go. My but new, yeah, definitely my- can get that Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, Very Galaxy's good. in there. That Vic's Secret, you can get that. You'll get a little bit of that dankness out of out of Vic's Secret. Yeah. Um, That's what I live for. The dank. The dank. Yeah, the dank. The Decatorium. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to move into the Brewer's Corner, the Brewer's Advice Corner. This is where I get to kick off my shoes, but not really because I don't want to freak you guys out. I just want to hear you guys 
answer some of the questions that I've uh, got gotten from some people online and some that I just found myself that I found them pretty interesting. I just want to hear how you guys, your guys take on it. So this actually did come from a listener and they asked, um, can you talk about the uh, differences between canning and bottling? And that's, you know, the pros and cons, what's better for home brewing and what is a common price point for each? Like any kind of thing you want to cover on that. So I'll go first because I only have experience with bottles and then Ben can do the side by side. Okay. And I'll just say that bottling right now, uh, this time of year, I'm buying a case of bottles for roughly $15 a case. Mm. Um, so it's gone up quite a bit in the last yeah. couple of years. Um, but there's been a shortage since yeah. COVID and everything. Um, but it works fine. Uh, you can reuse bottles as long as you clean them well. Yep. Um, caps are cheap still. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I really got. I mean, keep them out of direct sunlight. Yeah. That's, right. that's one advantage to cans. I can say I personally like to drink cans better mm-hmm. now. Um, in the last decade that's changed for me. Um, but bottles are fine for humbers. Um, just whatever you're comfortable with. I just know canning is a bit more of an investment yeah. up front to get your stuff in a can and get it sealed over bottling. Cause I can only say that comfortably because a, a bottle cap crimper is like 15 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, so other than that, I'll give it over to the guy who's canned and bottled before. So uh, now that I've canned, I hate bottling. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I will bottle, obviously, uh, some some different things. But. Uh, as we go on, but I mean, canning, canning is king. Uh, the sunlight factor, uh, that's huge. Um, it for homebrewer, I, I just don't see it being economically, um, worth it to really to can because I mean, if you want to do it correctly, you you can't use the bottling wand. So if you're trying to use right. the bottling wand to fill cans, your beer is going to taste like a wet paper bag in about four days. Oh, geez, okay, so. Then you have to invest in a seamer, so that baseline is three fifty to four hundred, and then you have to invest in a counter pressure filler, so that's you're talking another twenty five hundred. Yeah, to hand it out to your friends. Right. Yeah. So that's where it dropped. Like the seamer was not. Yeah. Prohibitive to me. Right. The counter pressure filler was, and then cans, <clears throat> cans. The price went up a bit, but it was hard to get them. So if you got them, you had to get them in bulk. Well, yeah. So it's storage as well. You're, as yeah, you're buying cans. like four or five cases at a time, and they aren't cheap in that capacity. I buy pallets of them, oh, so okay. you have to go uh, big. For I'm them. getting yeah. I'm getting them for fourteen to sixteen cents a piece. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if you would buy a case of them, he's probably paying like a dollar fifty per can. Oh wow! Plus tops. Yeah. And, and at his level, it's probably another yeah fifteen bottles. cents. Yeah. Or he could just take labels off of bottles and fill them. Yeah. So. That yeah, underground but, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've graduated from that. I, yeah. I at least buy. Oh really? Ball. Yeah, I blank. I buy oh. mostly blanks or. Fuck yeah, I mean, man. a lot I used of to take labels off of everything. Well, I used to. <laughs> I used to too, especially when I was just like yeah. before I had kegs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when yeah. I was bottling everything, yeah. oh, I went yeah. that way a lot. But like recently, um, <clears throat> I think I got some off of you and a couple other yeah. people that were switching from bottles to cans. That was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Bell's Obscure Brewing had a great deal on bottles, and I bought cases and right. cases for, nice, nice. for very, very cheap, and they were very, very nice to invite me back over and over again to get more bottles. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I look for deals, but baseline right now from your mm-hmm. local homebrew store, yeah. about 15 bucks in Pittsburgh here. So the question I had then, too, uh, in, in terms of, like, cans and bottles, so 
the artwork that goes on i mean it's i think they each have their own advantages as well i yeah. think with cans if you're actually getting a can like wrap you you have more space to cover with yeah. with art um and i think with bottles you have more of a, a surface space to like use like we use stickers and tape and stuff like that but they're they're great i mean you know yeah. st- sticker mule's been great to me on the podcast and yeah i think that's another thing too think about home brewing versus you know pro brewing and the cans versus bottles is the way we display them yeah if i can that's i mean that's where that's where my acumen probably would go to because i'm not yeah. thinking about getting the contents in the bottom again i think about getting the bottle to people yeah yeah um and i so, think yeah. i think that's again where cans benefit the pro brewer uh i mean you're putting especially ben distributing this 100 percent. you're putting yeah. that on the shelf you got all that yeah artwork on there drawing people in mm-hmm. me it's a way to get my beer to my buddy or a yeah. competition or something yeah, it right. just needs i mean i use just shipping labels sometimes right. and like yeah i get fancy with it and stamp our logo which on i love it, and then hand write it yeah but then there's some like for fun we we put our artwork for the mm-hmm. for the thing on the on yeah. sticker mule yeah but yeah. even sticker mule even with their great deals i usually hit them up for going doing that for a full-size production yeah. on a probering system of any size is, is super costly yeah. i'm sure uh so so running that down we're looking at you know home brewing versus pro brewing home brewing we're going to lean towards bottles and pro brewing we're going to lean towards canning yeah um that's kind of where i thought we were going to go with that too yeah i don't think yeah. you see a lot of local i can't breweries think of any. doing bottles i mean is Penn, even pen i think is doing a lot of uh pens probably still, they're still bottles they're probably they're they're doing I like think they're still bottles they're still bottles yeah especially when you go buy it from like like uh but i mean that's an old school established like probably them in church are doing bottles but yeah. all these all the all the smaller craft mm-hmm. brewers yeah. in pittsburgh i think are in Canada. And, and i think too it's about longevity of the beer too mm-hmm. like you said yeah, yeah. and then you said too like the sunlight factor like right. you can keep a can on a shelf for way longer Again, with, than you can. I mean, with some exceptions, like you see your barley wines and your high ABV, yeah, and your wax yeah. tops going in bottles, yeah, that places. But I mean, that's special, a limited run. Special right. releases yeah. are, are going in bottles. Um, but even gratitude from East End this year's yeah, it's doing in cans, cans. twelve yeah. ounce cans, yeah. even. So what I like to do is I like to get cans of like smoothie sours and like leave them and age them and in the backseat of your car, in the and, then, of my car. <laughs> and then you have a cool spray paint yeah. effect in the backseat. Mm, that sounds one. like a backstory. It's it's called art. <laughs> is that what they're calling it these days that's what they yeah, call it these days yeah. so uh if we this uh, question actually came from our friends over and these are actually our friends over at black forge coffee shop mm-hmm. and we make jokes but these guys actually do like us we make the kicking kitty porter with their stuff and some other beers as well uh they asked us she if, had best brunch ever with that one by the way yeah yes oh yeah um nice. if you use coffee beans in a porter or a stout or any kind of beer whatsoever does that beer now have caffeine in it yeah, I technically, mean, yeah, in a very yeah. watered down amount. I mean, it, it's going to be probably like one tenth of a milligram or something. It's like marginal at best. Yeah, but you're putting caffeine. It's getting yeah. the the flavor of the coffee is getting extracted yeah. with the caffeine from that yeah. bean. Yeah, but it's in instead of. I mean, I don't know. A bag of coffee, you're going to brew a handful of pots out of. It's going yeah. in five gallons or yeah. more gallon. You know. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's we do. One pound in ten gallons of beer, so okay. it's getting that diluted. <clears throat> yeah, so you get so it's more about extracting the flavor than it is yeah. extracting. That's all it is. Yeah, that's, that's. I mean, caffeine's just kind of a byproduct carryover. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's never intentional, but mm-hmm. you, know, you can't unless you get decaf coffee, which would be weird. Yeah, that's not. That's, we don't talk yeah. about decaf coffee here <laughs> in the Judgeatorium. All right, sorry. Yeah, sorry. that's bad. that's blasphemy. You got yeah. it. 
Uh, but it, it's funny that when we talk about uh, like caffeine and beer, everyone likes to bring up. If you remember the Drew Carey show, uh, the, yeah. Bu- oh, yeah. the Buzz, Buzz beer, beer, where yeah. it was like their caffeine content was like 200 milligrams per bottle or some shit like yeah. that. So, like basically, you're doing dumb things way faster. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. just crush your butthole in the morning. <laughs> you have to be, man. <laughs> like you wake up and just like everyone get out of the way. <laughs> Wasn't there? A, didn't somebody do an alcoholic like uh, energy drink for a while? Yeah, Fort Loco. Yeah, Fort, 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 Fort Loco. Right. Yeah. People were fucking ending up in the hospital Dude, and shit. People were like breaking into zoos and shit. Yeah. After yeah. 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 I'm not going to name any names, but I know a, a certain uh, former uh, co-worker of mine that would slam one before he entered the, the arena. Oh, oh my God. I mean, that might help your day out. Mm. In, in that field. No. 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 <laughs> nope. Nope. So, I drank a C4 for the first time today, and I felt like I yeah. my skin was on fire. So I can only imagine, like, yeah. drinking a Four Locusts. Yeah. Is it the original blend of those things? Yeah. Wow. Like he would, uh, he would, doesn't it also, like, taste like battery acid? That's yes. Like, yeah, yes. It's not like nothing's good. I've had, I've had like, a like a three-ounce taste, and it, it hurt. I like, like how you, I like how you call it a three-ounce taste. It's like, this is classy. Yeah. <laughs> when I get my Jaeger bombs, I no, just slowly no, sip it was, them. It was, <laughs> it was, here, try this. Took it with... Oh, oh yeah. God! My tongue, my tongue came out of my mouth. Looked at me, slapped me, went back in. It's like and begrudgingly went back in yeah. too. It's like you're gonna do that again, yeah. aren't stomped, you? Stomped, <laughs> stomped, and said, "Fucking do this again." I'm, I'm out. I'm a monster yeah. and bang man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I would. Say, I it's C4 has pre workout in it. I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, yeah. It's got like it's got like pre workout. Always got high blood pressure. I'm very. Yeah. I can only drink like one a month now. Anyway, that's what I'm, I'm saying. On, I'm on coffee. I yeah. started uh, about a year. Year and a half ago, I started using a product from uh, a- AML Supplements. Okay, it's a uh, it's a powder and it's a uh, non crash. Uh, it's about thirty bucks for thirty servings. Mm-hmm. Um, you should probably look into it. I'll I'll send you the information. Yeah, but it's sure. uh, no got... sugar, no taurine, because that taurine's gonna make you that's crash. crash. That's that's the tweaker so, stuff. Yeah, I had this stuff for a while called Sneak. Yeah. That I really enjoyed, and it was kind of the same way. It was like it gave you like a natural boost. It yeah. wasn't too crazy. It's called yeah, Dopa yeah. Rush. That's what. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's good stuff. I mean, yeah. I shoot can... that our way. We'll, we'll use it on the next brew day. Yeah, yeah. and we'll put it in the beer. Efficiency. No, <laughs> no, we will not. That's a bad idea. We'll put sneak in the beer. No, we will not. <laughs> <laughs> so the last question here that we got, and this, this is actually for me. Because uh, it's something I want to know about. How do you seek out collaborations from other brewers? Um, I, it's just it's just becoming friends with people and talking. And yeah, I mean, one that just came up with uh, we haven't set any any timetable or anything, but um, another brewery was like, "Hey, man, congratulations!" I mean, the first fifteen minutes, the announcement came out on on Fuel by Hops, and he's like, "Yeah, it's you know, it's the place I." first started you know my first commercial brewing um i was like well you know let's go bro you know as soon as we get set up let's let's do something he's like yeah absolutely and so and it's always like a a a give and take sort of Mm -hmm. thing so you know or you know i have a where is it this guy here so it's three breweries uh myself mondays and links so we did one at mondays all on tap and we did one at my place all in cans so nice, it's just nice, it's yeah. it's figuring out what works for everybody. You know, Sammy on Mondays doesn't have cans, so now he has cans. Cool. And I'm not on tap in that many places, so now I'm on tap. tap yeah. So mutually cool. beneficial. Yeah. yeah, it's got to work for everybody. And it gets like, links in both because they're. Yeah. I mean, 
They're Link's pretty exclusive is, to where they serve theirs. Yeah, too. he's he's. Uh, I think you'll see him a little bit more mainstream, but I mean they have their their golf niche. So right. if you're not a golfer, you may may have not even known they existed. So yeah, yeah, and uh, well, for me, I'm like the uh, angel of death for collabs because <laughs> yeah. I've collabed with uh, Couch and I've collabed with Fury and I collabed with both of them on one. And well, couches, couches, couches. We're never doing a beer. Growing and changing. No, no, no. I don't want you to revoke. I've You're also out, done. Man. I've also done homebrew You're collabs out. with like Doortop, and they're doing. Yeah, great. they're doing fine. So right now, we should call them. It was. It was. In. It was months. Can we? Uh, to years after I did those collabs, where I angeled to death those places. And my my, my beers did our beers did, did well. Four Horsemen did very well. I say, can we can we resurrect Four Horsemen, but then like make me Jesus or something on the label. I mean, you got to talk to Nacho about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, mean, I, I know yeah. Nacho would love to resurrect it. Somewhere. For sure, yeah. And then they, they – And so would Justin. Randomly found like a barrel-aged version of it. Just hiding out the one day. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I may have, may or may have not collected some hardware that still had the Four Horsemen rye as, oh. a, as a collar on it. Well. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Proceed with caution. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 empty. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. I just still had the car on it. Had the no. on it. Yeah. So we uh, we're we're moving on here to what's on tap and where can you find us. So uh, before we jump into what's on tap here in the Brew Lab and the Judgeatorium, you know, Ben, what's on tap at your place right now, and where can we find your beer? So I mean, new beer is going to be in the trees. The collab with Mondays and Links uh, that is going out into stores tomorrow. So you'll see a Colonial Beer, uh, Bridge City Beverage. Uh, it's too late to announce it now, but we're having a sampling at Bridge City Beverage tomorrow. So on Sunday, you've missed you it. you missed it. <laughs> but go get so, the beer. Yeah, yeah go yeah, get the go, beer. Go yeah. get the beer. Go get the beer. Um, yeah, it's it's also taking a ride up to uh, Paris's Cap and Cork up in Erie. I do distribute up to Erie County uh, about once a month. So we'll be on tap uh, up there as well as cans. Awesome. Nice. And Honey Brown. Honey Brown will probably next week. Nobody decided to buy it this week, which is mm. weird. Yeah. It's kind of one of my mainstays, and everybody was kind of like, no, we're good. And I'm, whatever. Yeah. Ne- next week's in the I got 25 week. cases, asshole. Let's go. <laughs> I'll say a case. <laughs> well, Mike's, Mike's got it. So, okay. shout, again, shout out to Allie and Mike. Thank you. Nice. Yeah. Adam. What's on top and where can you find us? <laughs> I'm enjoying here. these beers. Um, man, all that's left, uh, Crushed by the Fist of God is going to be our big one on tap here. Uh, we're halfway through it now. I have to bottle more of it, but there are going to be bottles available if anybody wants to take it home and try it. Or you can try it right down here in the uh, Judgeatorium. Uh, the Bellini Brute is almost out. It's only on tap. Uh, the Gruit is also only on tap. I don't know when it's going to kick, so I don't want to promise bottles to anybody. And then Clouds, our new Hazy IPA, went on uh, Sunday for the Super Bowl. Nice. It's coming in at 6.4%. It is hopped with Columbus. Oh, boy. Mosaic. There's another one. Sabro. Mm-hmm. And just and then dry hopped with a little uh, a little bit of Citra and a lot of Mosaic. Wonderful. Um, so there's that one. And that's our lowest at 6.4. Yeah. And then coming up for St. Patrick's Day, half or a whole keg is promised somewhere, but we'll have a limited amount of that on here in the Judgatorium yeah. as soon as I get some space. Nice Irish red. Yeah, it should be. It'll be ready to go into kegs next week, but nice. it's 
whether I have keg space available. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to see what's going on with our Burritum Trail, it's Arboretum Trail Brewing Co. on all social media. That's Instagram and Facebook and their website. Uh, arboretumtrailbrewing.com if you know what's going on with Adam down here in the brew lab and the judge Tory it's at batch underscore brew and all social media is Facebook and Instagram he's also on untapped and if you want to know what's going on with the boys down here in the judge Torium, we are decaying WTV on all social media Facebook Instagram and Twitter you can send your questions comments and whatevs into decayingwtv at gmail.com and birthdays Bur- speaking of which happy birthday <laughs> to our favorite cable guy Larry the cable guy happy birthday brother wow that came out of nowhere. You just saved shit. That's how I do it. <laughs> Back pocket just ripping it, it. It's always there. It's like a shotgun pointed at it's you. It's when you he try. Know. It's usually when he tries to end the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, oh, here it comes. Hey, that's a legit birthday to me, too. Larry the Is it legit? It's legit. It's his birthday today. Also, no, I know it's his birthday, but. Oh, I, mean, I made him up for the first legit? couple episodes. Oh, he's not legit. His name's like. Henry, okay. he's from Miami. Right. Yeah, he, he he talks like I do. Enrique Escobar is his name. <laughs> yeah, fucking Christ! <laughs> I just made him instantly from Miami when you said Florida. Uh, Don't forget <laughs> that we are on Redbubble. You can find our links to get our shirts and coffee mugs and stickers and everything else. And if you send in your order. I will send you some other stuff too. We have some limited edition stickers and some buttons, and I'll send them your way. So if, you and if it's me- your birthday, <laughs> you'll get extra stickers and buttons. Tons of stickers. And Just buttons. let us know what your birthday is. And if you're Andre Ovlosky, you'll also get DMs. Yeah, yeah, I'll DMs. DM the fuck out of you, dude. <laughs> I'm really fascinated by this. We'll talk off. We'll talk off. I'll right. send yeah. you. Yeah. I'll send you Bash Brew stickers if yeah. it's your birthday. Yes. And uh, don't forget, too, we drop our audio on Sundays and our YouTube on Mondays and um, listener polls on Tuesdays. So if you want to hang out with us, of course, just check out all that. Subscribe and hit the notification button. does nothing for you and everything for us uh, so we can continue to grow and have cool people on like Ben Steffen. So, uh, again, I want to thank you, Ben, for coming on. Thank you for taking time out to hang out with us and bring us delicious beers. And we're going to drink the rest of these when the camera goes off. And then we're going to talk about Andre Arlovsky. Can't wait. Um, We're going to drink those while we celebrate the birthdays of Ed Sheeran, Denise Richards, and Michael Bay. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. (laughs) What is happening? So from where we are in the Joe's Tour, I'm celebrating Ed Sheeran's birthday to where you are listening to this. Denise (laughs) Richards. This podcast. Until next time. Cheers. (laughs) 